Welcome to the She is a Nourish Mom podcast, where we talk about all things self-care, motherhood, and faith for the Christian mom who wants to transition from worn out to winning as the mom and woman God called her to be. I'm your host, Dr. Latoya Wiggins, but please just call me Latoya. I just want to be your mommy friend and sister in Christ as I teach you how to no longer feel depleted, but how to develop healthy habits to be nourished, renewed, and rejuvenated with biblical principles that bring peace instead of self-pity. Now let's get nourished together. Hey mamas, welcome to part three of our series on balancing marriage and motherhood. This episode is going to focus on how faith has made a major impact in the way these mamas nourish their marriage, nourish their families, and continue to nourish themselves to be healthy and happy moms who are married and thriving in all parts of their lives. Stay tuned and I hope you enjoy. And then that takes us to the faith question because we are women of God. So how has your faith, you know, Charlotte's talked about keeping God first. How has your faith impacted your ability to show up as a better mom, a better wife and a better you? And um, we'll start with you, Chastity. Um, My faith in, in God and marriage has taught me that I have to die to myself daily. I have to die to chastity daily. And what I mean by that is it's okay to not hold grudges. It's so, you know, like I have to let go of that. That the get back spirit, oh, you acting funny, I'm going to act it. I'm acting funny, all of that type of stuff. I have to die to myself daily. I have to be patient. If I'm able to be patient with a two-year-old baby that's pooping and, and, and peeing on me and I got to clean up her mess and do this, why can't I be patient with my grown husband? You know, why I'm so short with him, but she can do all that to me. And I'm like, like oh, hey, baby, what do you want? You know, but him like, mm, mm. like, God, like, die to that, die to that. That's a grown man. <laughs> you know? So marriage has taught me that I have to die to myself, my old, my those old selfish ways, those old way of responding, um, reacting. I have to die to that daily because I'm a wife. I'm building a legacy here. Um, I'm building a, a village here, you know, like grandkids, great, you know, th- there's there's generations to come from this marriage, from two people building generations you know, a whole legacy, a whole empire in Charlotte case with those seven kids. (laughs) So it's like it a lot of what, like you said, looking at myself in the mirror, you know, not pointing a finger at him all the time, but looking at myself in the mirror and what I give advice a lot of the time to women, my communities, we go to God, like how Michelle was saying, go to no marriage counselors. We go to God praying for the other person, praying for our husband, you know, God, he needs to change him, you know, and God's like, if you focus on what you need to focus on, like, why does why does him leaving socks on the floor irritate you? Why does, you know, the way he leaves things around irritate you? Why, why, why does it irritate you? Why does it bother you so much? Like, focus on you. Like, God helped me not to be so irritated. Notice every little tedious things. And, and I got to have things so perfectly. And let me be okay that my kids' socks are not folded in the drawer. Like, work on me instead of me praying. These kids need to know how these. Focus on yourself. Die to yourself daily. And that's what marriage has taught me that. Chastity, you have to die to yourself daily and focus on what you, why is it bothering you? What is your why? 
So that's what it's taught me. And what about you, Stacey? Yeah, for me, it's, um, you know, one of the things I always um, had a challenge with is, you know, uh, kind of like what Chastity was just saying, you know, why isn't he doing what I need him to do? Or, you know, why I need him to communicate with me more. I need him to be more compassionate and understand me and all that stuff. And it comes back to, to self. Um, and one thing I realized was that the things that I need from him, how am I, how is that relationship with Christ? You know, I need communication from my husband because our marriage is, a, it, it imitates our connection with Christ. You know, as we submit to our husband, we to submit to our husband as we submit to Christ. And so if I want my husband to communicate with me, if I want to have a good communication in our marriage, that's my communication with Christ. Am I, am I speaking? Am I praying? Am I, or am I just going in my own way or doing what I want to do? Um, you know, if I want my, my husband to listen to me more, am I listening to Christ or am I just, you know, how does it measure up? If what you want from him, you have to be, able, you have to have that with him. And I, there's, there's a scripture in the Bible that actually speaks to this. I can't think of what it is off the top of my head right now, but you know, the relationship is unto him, you know, you know, we should not be expecting anything from anybody, including our spouse, you know, we should not be putting anything on before, so before him. And so I, that's really what has, um, something I've been working on in myself, in my marriage, because trust me, there have been some times I wanted to walk out that door. Woo! If I didn't have kids, I might have walked out the door. But, you know, but it just comes back to, you know, you know, again, those seasons, things like that. And just, again, you have to, you have to be rooted grounded and you can't allow the expectations of the world to play into your marriage because, you know, when you're a woman of faith, when, you know, you have to, you have to allow God to be, do what he does, you know, and not try to put limitations and control that. But also I think the other thing in that is that sometimes you and your spouse are not in the same place spiritually. When my kids were younger, probably up until about the last, probably the last seven or eight years, you know, we found a church home and all that, but the first seven to eight years, of, seven years, six, seven years of our marriage, I mean, it was me and the kids and that's when it was diaper, diapers and baby formula and all that. And I'm sitting here trying to get these kids up and ready for church and all that stuff. I'm like, you sitting there watching a football game. I'm like, can I get some help? I'm trying to get out the store, get to church. You know, you don't want to go. And it was tough, you know, you know, especially, and I, I think one of the hardest days I had was it was Father's Day and me and the kids were at church and he wasn't. And it's like, you know, it, it was a hard thing, but I was like, you know what? It says in the Bible that, um, as as wives our actions speak so much louder than our words and so as long as i keep doing what i need to do and keep praying and one day you know i we found a church he came and he is the one that actually walked beside he's like you want to join i was like yeah and so we're, and we still go to that church to this day but you know what you have to be patient you have to allow god but you have to work on your relationship with god 
you know, you have to work on, you know, if he's not where you are, or he might be where, or you're not, you might not be there, whatever it may be, but just continue to pray and stay strong in that. And Charla, back to you. <laughs> so I can relate to Chastity and, and um, Stacy because I had to look at myself. It was one, one day my husband and I were talking and church came up and he was like, I don't go to church because of you. I'm like, what? What is that supposed to mean? He was like, sometimes the way you act, I, well, why would I want to go to church and I see how you're acting? I don't want to be that. That was probably the most truthful thing that my husband could have ever told me. Because that's when I had to start dying. My flesh had to start dying. And I had to start living in a Christ-like image. Because I'm like, okay, did it hurt when he said that? Yes, because I didn't feel like I was acting, you know, that, you know, that horribly. But sometimes it's hard when people come to you and they tell you something like that, especially the person that you love and you know they love you. So I had to start dying. I had to die to my flesh. I had to stop praying to God about him and what he was doing and start praying for me and to help guide me into being the wife that I needed to be for him. It was hard at first. It was so hard at first. But now it's like he's he's not, he's still, he's, he goes to church when, you know, every once in a while. But that's not even no longer a conversation for me because I feel like when you start coming to me and you're talking to me about God and I didn't bring up this and I didn't bring up the conversation, God is dealing with you. I'm grateful. I'm thankful. We all are still being worked on, you know? So if it is, if it's going to take longer, I have no problem with that. I'm still going to be the wife that he wants me to be to you. But I can't do that allowing the world to dictate what goes on in my marriage. So that's where my faith comes in at. And when I start feeling like, okay, he's not doing this, he's not doing that. Just the other day, I was just sitting there talking. I was just sitting there thinking to myself, I was like, God, why you just can't come down here and talk to me? Why I can't? I Like, you know, sometimes you just be going to see that physical self. Like, we sitting in a room talking. You know, can you just come down here and talk to me and just tell me, daughter, this is what it is. This is what I need you to do. You know what I'm saying? And I was just, you know, the other day when I was having that moment, that's what I was like. I was like, can you just tell me what? Like, no, I don't want you to say nobody else. I want you. I don't want anybody else. So that's where my faith comes in. At, you know, and if I, if I can get that together, I'll be fine. I can I can deal with everything else. But it's like recently my emotions have been gathered around just wanting him to touch me and hug me and love me. Even though I know that's what he's doing, but to have it in a physical form, you know, and know that it's pure. 
the purest thing that I can honestly say right now are my kids, you know, because they are very pure until somebody takes that innocence from them. So that is, that is where my faith comes in. Like I have to, like Chasky said, you have to die to yourself. Just like every day, you have to get up and renew your mind. You can't keep going with the same mindset that you have previously had because you'll never get nowhere. That's why he tells us in the Bible to get up and remove, renew your mind and renew your thoughts. You have to. So that that's that's where I stand when it comes to base. Yeah, so what I loved about each one of you all was when it came to that faith piece, it was really about what can I do? <laughs> you know, a lot of sometimes it might start off kind of like, Lord, please fix him. But then it comes back to that realization that you've got to keep doing what you're supposed to do and God will work it out. You know, I, I love that Charlotte said like, hey, I'm not even bringing up the conversations all the time about God, but I hear him, you know, saying these things. You're seeing the change. Same thing with Stacey. He's like, okay, you don't want to go to church? I'm going to keep on going. Next thing you know, okay, he's coming with me. Okay, now he's asking me, do we, this is church we're going to join. You know, we, not you, we're going to join this church. You know, you just got to keep it moving. Like you said, um, we're not going to always be in the same space spiritually as our um, spouse. You know, we may be further along, they may be further along, but as wives, all we have to keep doing is, like I said, keep God first. Keep praying, keep doing what we're supposed to do because we got to be the example. You know, I love that Charlotte even mentioned that. It was like, dang, that hurt. <laughs> he said he's not going because of how I'm acting. Let me get myself together. <laughs> you know, we want to be the example of, you know, that person can see the growth. And, you know, that even goes outside of um, our marriages. You know, just other people can see how you are and that can help bring them to Christ. That can help bring them to church, you know, just doing what we need to do, working on ourselves. Like you said, we got to, um, you know, die. y'all say we had to die to ourselves daily, renew our minds daily, and everything is going to work out. Like I said, God's going to work it out. <laughs> he may not work it out the way we want. Like, Lord, just come down here. <laughs> let me see you. Let me feel you. You know, we, we may see and feel him, hear him in different ways, but. Yeah, that's how it is sometimes. It's like, dang, like I just want crystal clear instructions. <laughs> now I got to think about, is this God? I think that's God. Oh, I see God. No, like I know because <laughs> you know, the audible voice, <laughs> visualization, other than Christ himself. <laughs> sometimes we just want to see it, hear it, feel it, and know for a fact, like, okay, he told me this is what I'm supposed to do. This is what I'm supposed to do. There is no doubt about it, but... Sometimes yes. I, say, I need the Old Testament. I need him, uh, I need him to right. show up. Like, <laughs> the Old Testament. Uh, <laughs> I need like, him to come down, show me the sand and some sky. What I need you to see. Right. Let me see the fire burning. Something. <laughs> <laughs> and be like, if he came down here face to face and told me exactly what I did and I didn't do it, that's a whole nother thing. <laughs> You know, <laughs> so I'm like, thank you, God, for your grace and your mercy. That yeah. <laughs> thank you, Jesus, for dying for me because <laughs> I don't always get it right. 
Mabas, as we wrap up, you know, we talked about different, we have already kind of touched on a lot of these things, if not all, but what would be your main takeaway, whether it's one or two takeaways that you want any of the moms, the wives who are listening to take away from how, you know, just trying to figure out how to quote unquote balance being a mom and a wife and still finding time to nurse yourself, nurse your soul. And we'll start with you, Chastity. Well, I just want um, the ladies to remember that most definitely, like we mentioned, putting God first, putting him first, laying your cares and your burdens at his feet, find rest. Rest is worship. You know, it said that God told Adam, look, you got the rest of this. I'm going I'm to take a break. OK, so God showed us that rest is important and it's worship to him. He's able to speak to us in our dreams. Like I was praying like, Lord, please just show up in Charlotte dreams and give her the biggest hug that she know it was you that showed up in her dreams. She know that's all in spirit and you won't let her go. You're like, oh, hold on till you wake up. <laughs> So just being able to just go to God and lay your cares and burdens on his feet and to know that rest is worship. Rest is worship. I love that. That's why we got to do that self-care, that rest. It's not just about ourselves, but it is about, you know, who we are in spirit as um, spiritual beings, as children um, of God. You know, we got to rest. Like I said, that's worship in itself. He told us to rest for a reason. <laughs> Seventh day, he rested. Sabbath, we are supposed to rest. We're not under law anymore, but the Sabbath is very important. It's something I've been um, trying to get to. I haven't gotten to it yet, but it's a work in progress. Like, I want to just have a day to rest. And, you know, on those days, I've been hearing a lot of people um, who have been very good at prioritizing, you know, the Sabbath. It's not just about resting, but you're resting with him. You know, making sure that you're prioritizing him. You know, so hey, look, if you didn't get a lot of as busy moms, if you didn't get a lot of quality time with him during the week, or you know, whenever you know you do your Sabbath, some people just find a day to rest, period, you know, whatever day it is. It doesn't always have to be a Saturday or whatever, but just finding a day to really rest in him, be in his presence. And that way, look, we might not always. Feel the arms around the shoulder, but you got that time where you got to rest and be sure of that direction. That's why that self-care or what I like to say, soul care, that time with God is so crucial, so important to us thriving in life. I said not surviving, but thriving um, in all areas of our lives as women of God, as moms, as wives. So what about you, Stacey? What would be your takeaways or, you know, what you want our moms to take away? Doing my Charlotte, I'm clicking the uh, microphone on the screen. So that, um, for me, it's um, a lot of what Chastity said, but one being flexible uh, in what you're doing. You know, you don't have to do everything perfect. We are not perfect. There's only one person who was ever perfect and is still perfect, and it was Christ. Um, so stop trying to be perfect and doing everything. In the end. Are your kids happy? Is your husband happy? Are they smiling? You know, that's the important thing. The rest of it is extra. Um, but I do, I do agree with the rest. Um, God rested. Christ rested. Um, there's a book that I read um, called uh, Redeeming Your Time by Jordan Rayner. Um, and it's a faith-based 
I guess, um, time management productivity book, which I love. Um, and there's seven things that principles that he teaches, but the thing is, you know, he's like, start your day with Christ, start every day with Christ. And so I tried that. I was like, I got up out of bed and I'm going to read the Bible and I fell asleep and I kept, I was like, okay. So for me, I start my day with a workout, but I have my, my gospel playlist that I work out to, but start your day with God. Um, you know, because if you start your day, you know, and wake up, try to wake up earlier than the kids, even if it's five or 10 minutes, just to kind of get to breathe, you know, to grab a cup of coffee, some tea, whatever it may be, do 10 jumping jacks just to get the blood flowing, you know, wake up a little bit earlier, wake up before the kids, hopefully, um, and take some quiet time, pray, ask God, you know, to just guide you through that day. And you know what? as long as he's the start of your day, you know, and have him covered and, and just take those baby steps that you need to. I love that you mentioned that book because um, I started reading and I haven't, uh -oh, I haven't read it in a while. So I need to put that back on my to-do list to read. What about you, Sharla? Yeah, I read that book too. It's amazing. Um, but my takeaway is to put God start your day off with God. You'll be amazed at how 15 minutes, 20 minutes will seem like a vacation compared to if you don't give him that time. Because it's, it's, I, I, I know my day going to be off. The minute I know, the minute I know I did not sit down and have that time with God, I know my day is going to be screwed up. It happens every time. Find that time, okay, if you got to go sit out in your car and porch, go sit on the toilet, go take a shower, just something to 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 get your mind right because you never know what's going to hit the next minute and you want to be able to, you know, stay on whatever's coming. And the best way to do that is to put God first. Don't worry about nothing else. I can't tell you these these two baskets of clothes have been sitting here for almost a week now that I haven't touched. Do you think I'm worried about it? Nope, because I just go in there and get what I need and just get prepared to wash the rest of it. I got tired of trying to be perfect about everything. I got tired of trying to keep a clean house. Yeah, it gets junky. It never gets trifling. It will get junky, but I, no, I'm done. I have kids. There's no possible way. <laughs> I don't care. I mean, my, now my sister-in-law, oh my gosh, she's had eight kids. And that's one woman, honey. I don't, she had eight kids and I've never seen her house out of, out of whack. I said, you a good one, because it ain't me. I said, you're a good one. But don't don't let the small stuff, you know, stress you out. We all have to learn that we're not perfect by a long shot. I don't care how long, how much we try to be. It's okay. Just chump it up and keep going. That is so true. I love that you mentioned the uh, the fact that she has eight kids because sometimes we can fall in that comparison trap right there. Like, oh my gosh, she has all those kids and I got one or two and I can't keep my life together. Look, she good. Look, we all have our, our strengths and weaknesses, you know, so we can't compare ourselves to um, everybody else. So, you know, like you all said, as long as we're happy, our spouse is happy, our children are happy, 
that's all that matters. Keep putting God first and everything else will fall from that, you know, go from that. So ladies, I want to thank you all from joining us and pouring into the mamas, pouring into me too, because tr trust me, I can relate to all of y'all <laughs> in different ways, you know, just from dry seasons to finding what works for your family, the time management piece <laughs> and, um, you know, your walk with Christ, you know, all of that is so helpful. And I put stuff like this together because we all have to connect with one another, one another and see that life is not perfect. And what you thinking the other woman's going through, like, oh, you know, she looks so happy. She posts those pictures her and her husband did, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, girl, that was probably like the first date night they had in years or something. <laughs> <You know? laughs> hey, they they are happy, but they're making it work inside the house. Hey, if it's a date night in the main cave, you got to do what works for you and your spouse. You know, okay, look, I'm with my husband all day working. We enjoy our quiet time. We good over here. You know, <laughs> whatever the case may be, you know, so... As you see, each one of our lives, they're different. Everybody is nourishing themselves. They're nourishing their spouse, their relationship, their children in different ways. But the main goal is to just make sure that everybody's happy in the house. And I'm not saying everything's going to be happy all the time. <laughs> we mentioned there's going to be some dry seasons, some ups and downs. But no matter what, be sure to keep God first. So, ladies, I want you all to... um. Tell our mamas who are listening today how to stay connected with you all. If you have something coming up, be sure to um, let them know that also. So, Chassie, we'll start with you. Um, Thank you for having me. I had a, a, a great time hanging out with you ladies and, and learning some things from my sisters that joined me on the panel today. Um, again, my name is Chastity Bowers, and I have the Boss Up Your Faith community. You can find us on Facebook. Join our Facebook group, and you will have the Zoom link to our prayer. We have prayer three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays at 7 a.m. Central. Um, we also uh, have a podcast called Unapologetically Me and Christ with me and my best friend, Ebony. You can find my podcast, Unapologetically Me and Christ, on wherever you get your podcast. And we can continue to have conversation like we have now. We have it on the podcast where we just be real transparent and open before God and uh, where we are in our faith and life. And so you can catch me on those two handles. And we also on YouTube and IG as well. Boss up your faith. You can catch me on Instagram. Sorry, looking for the meat button. <laughs> what about you, Stacey? <laughs> yeah, so you can find me on social media at either Stacey Dance Connor or at Love Baltimore County. Um, you know, anybody in real estate, you know, we are having a uh, home buying seminar coming up here in the Baltimore area. So on April 13th. So if you are interested in attending, um, it's in the Fells Point area. So definitely. Send me a DM, definitely will send you the information. And then, you know, if you are looking to get, um, you know, really develop your faith, you know, start being in the word more. I do have a prayer journal, not prayer journal, I'm sorry, a, um, a scripture journal um, that follows the SOAR method of studying scripture. Um, so if that's something you'd be interested in, it is on Amazon called Time to SOAR. But you can also access it through the link in my Instagram bio or DM me and I'll send you the details. And Sharla. Okay, well, I can be found on Facebook at Sharla White. And if you need me for anything else, you can go to my website at charlawhite.com. 
just go to the uh, the tab where you can leave me a message and just ask me whatever you need to ask me. I'm trying to get everything in one location. So um, that's where my book is, Love is My Weapon. Just uh, a memoir about my life. I don't have anything coming up right now. I am trying to find more things to get into, though. <laughs> So be sure to follow all of them, ladies. I put all of their links um, and ways you can connect with them in the caption, in the comments. I mean, yeah, in the comments. <laughs> and be sure to follow me if you're not already. Follow me at She Is A Nourish Mom on all social media platforms. She Is A Nourish Mom on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and um, my podcast, She Is A Nourish Mom. Um, podcast where we talk about all things self-care motherhood and faith and be sure to join us for these monthly self-care talks they're going to be the first tuesday of every month last month we talked about thriving in single motherhood um i can't see your name um if you're probably in the facebook group and it doesn't show me your name but you said you forgot about this it is okay you can catch the replay girly type in hash hashtag replay if you registered it will also be sent straight to your um email address so, um, what was I saying? Oh, so last month it was thriving and single motherhood. Oh, hey, Brandy girl. <laughs> so, um, yeah, last month was thriving and single motherhood. This month, as you see, was talking about balancing marriage and motherhood. Next month, I have a panelist of moms who are coming on to talk about parenting children with special needs. So if you are a parent of a special needs, um, child, be sure to join us and, or invite um, another mommy friend who you know who could use some support with their self-care. If they're having any difficulties with uh, managing a child with special needs, we're going to even have a parenting expert who can help you all with um, dealing with different just challenging behaviors. Maybe you just have a child who has temper tantrums or behavioral issues or like you just need some tips on how to deal with your kids, right? <laughs> Join us and always um, feel free to, you can DM me or email me uh, some topics that you want to um discuss or if you have any questions like okay you're talking about special needs next month these are my questions <laughs> that i want you to bring to the panelists all right so keep me in the loop and be sure to follow me and um that's it so again share this um you can share this with a friend it's on youtube and facebook so if you have somebody that's not on facebook you can send them the youtube link again um this will be in your email if you registered for it and will anybody like to close us out in prayer? Yes, no, go on once, go on twice. I will, I will. All right. <laughs> okay. Father God, I want to thank you for allowing us to come together today. Um, Father God, I want, Father God, keep us all safe and covered in your blood, Father God. Protect our children, Father God. Protect our husbands, protect our wives, Father God. Father God, we rebuke the enemy and anything that he has planned over our lives, Father God. Continue to guide us and show us the way that you want us to go. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen, amen. So thank you again, ladies. Be sure to share this again and um, let some other moms some wives catch the replay. It may even be some single friends who are preparing for marriage and they need to hear this stuff. Look, it ain't all glitz and glamour in marriage, but... We all here for the uh, the long run, right? <laughs> mm -hmm.
<laughs> all right, ladies. So have a blessed day. I thank you all for joining me. I thank you all who um, joined us in the comments. Or even if you was watching silently, I thank you all for joining us. All right. Until next time. Bye-bye. <laughs> Hey mamas, I hope you enjoyed part three and the entire series of Balancing Marriage and Motherhood. I hope you were able to take away some aha moments and some things that you want to implement in your life, whether you are a married mom or even a single mom. Be sure to connect with our mamas, Chastity, Stacy, and Sharla. Connect with them on social media and their websites and keep nourishing yourself, mama. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to the She is the Nourished Mom podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and share with a mommy friend who needs to hear this message. Connect with me on social media at She is a Nourished Mom. And let me know your ahas and takeaways from this week's episode. Until next time, keep nourishing yourself, mama.